For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Didici. You're listening to Daybreak. Yesterday, we watched the last presidential debate of the 2020 cycle less than 24 hours after news broke about foreign interference in the upcoming election. It's Friday, October 23rd. Last night marked the second and final debate between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Moderated by NBC News anchor Kristen Welker, the debate was far more substantive than the first one, with candidates answering questions ranging from healthcare and the fight against COVID-19 to criminal justice and climate change. Trump had a far more controlled tone than in the first debate, approaching issues assertively, but with more restraint. He attacked Biden's 47 years of service in public office, particularly his record on immigration and criminal justice. Trump once again compared himself to Abraham Lincoln and said, quote, I am the least racist person in this room. He also emphasized his purported positive relationships with foreign powers like China and North Korea. Biden blamed President Trump's failure to act quickly against the coronavirus for causing continued struggles throughout the nation. He also disputed Trump's characterization of the Biden healthcare plan as socialized medicine, and said that he believes healthcare should be a right, not a privilege. He also stressed that in his first 100 days, he would prioritize creating a pathway to citizenship for DACA recipients. With the election less than two weeks away and millions of Americans already voting, new concerns have been raised about foreign interference. On Wednesday, Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe announced that both Russia and Iran have obtained U.S. voter registration information and blamed Iran for an email campaign posing as the Proud Boys neo-fascist group that sent threatening emails to swing state voters in support of President Trump. Ratcliffe maintained that this strategy was meant to hurt Trump in the upcoming election, while congressional Democrats contended is meant to sow distrust in the democratic process. In response, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin announced new sanctions against Iran on Thursday. Meanwhile, intelligence officials have expressed further concern about Russia's potential to meddle in the election, likely to Trump's advantage, such as the worry that Russia will sow disinformation if the winner is unclear on election night and erode public confidence in the election result. Widespread protests continue in Nigeria against the National Police Force's special anti-robbery squad, known as SARS, in response to brutality within the unit. While the Nigerian government agreed to disband SARS on October 11th, silence thereafter and the formation of a new SWAT unit has caused the protests to swell in the past week. The government has responded to the unrest by cracking down on demonstrators. Amnesty International reports that 58 protesters have been killed thus far, including 38 on Tuesday alone. On Thursday evening, the president urged the nation's youth in a televised address to stop the protests. With an average age of 18, Nigeria has a very young population, and members of its younger generation are increasingly disaffected with their government. In other headlines, the antiviral drug remdesivir became the first COVID-19 treatment to receive FDA approval. The drug was recently used to treat President Trump, despite a World Health Organization study previously concluding that it did not reduce COVID deaths. On Thursday, the Senate Judiciary Committee voted to advance Amy Coney Barrett's Supreme Court nomination to the full Senate, despite all 10 Democrats on the committee boycotting the proceeding. And Wednesday morning, Pope Francis gave his explicit support for same-sex civil unions in an interview for a documentary. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Francesca Block and Jack Anderson, and produced under the 144th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Didici. Have a wonderful weekend.